All right, Ken, do you know what's happening right now? No, I have no idea. <laughs> well, first of all, it's your favorite time of year, finally. It's, yes! We can act, okay, like I give approval for us to actually listen to Christmas music now that Thanksgiving's over. Jingle bells, jingle. Yes. Uh, it's our holiday sale here at Full Focus. Oh, And we have better. some really awesome deals going on, especially if for some reason you missed out on our Black Friday deals. This is a great time to get your planners and everything for the new year. And so we have got uh, some awesome deals. So we've got 10% off site-wide. Um, we've got where you can get a free um, Your Best Year Ever vinyl sticker pack. For any new planner subscri- subscription that you sign up for. So these are great to put on things like your Stanley mug. Wow, you already put them on yeah. your Stanley mug? And if are you got them, them if you got them on Black Friday, these are different. These are these are gonna be new for the new year. Uh, but they're great for that. You can also put them on your planner, you can put them on your computer, wherever you want them. But they're great. great. They're great stickers. We're also doing 25% off courses. Let's go. So specifically, we've been talking a lot about our goal setting course. Um, and this is going to be $75 off and you get a free ticket to your best year ever live with your purchase. So you definitely don't. It's huge. like a crazy, crazy, crazy deal. So you don't want to miss out on that. And your favorite thing, which is our certification program we're doing $800 off of it. And this is a fantastic time of year to get in. Um, we are actually going to be doing a beta group for our new digital planner. Yes. It's going to be fantastic. Crazy exciting. So anyways, go to fullfocusstore.com now shop our holiday sale. Make sure to use the code holiday 10 to get all these deals and more. This episode is sponsored by Belay's solutions. You can find out more at BelaySolutions.com. Hi, I'm Michael Hyatt. And I'm Megan Hyatt-Miller. And this is the Business Accelerator Podcast. We help busy but growth-minded small business owners scale themselves and their businesses so they can win at work and succeed at life, what we call the double win. Thanks for joining us. We're talking today to Trisha Shortino, who's one of our very favorite people on the planet. She's the CEO of Belay Solutions. She's also, I didn't know this till before the show, her name, Shortino, means little shot. She just found that out because she just came back from Italy. But she used to be my executive assistant back before she became a big shot. And so she'll always be a big shot to me. So I don't know what the Italian equivalent of that is. Patricia, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me, Mike. I'm going to go actually go to my Duolingo app and try and find out what Big Shot means in Italian. I think so. And I think maybe you should change your name. I mean, I think it's just a pivotal moment. My question is, how do you say bad dad joke in Italian? That's my question. <laughs> well, you can't even get that communicated in English, so I'm not sure Italian is going to help you. Here. All right, we're going to be talking about all things delegation, and I, I literally don't know anyone who is more of an expert than Trisha because she leads a veritable army of executive assistants who are like like this Zen army, this ninja army of people that just know delegation and how to support executives in their leadership roles. So, Megan, I know you you're going to start the question asking. I've got a bunch of questions myself, but I'm going to give you the first shot at this. Yeah. Well, first of all, you know, if you have been around Business Accelerator 
or full focus for any length of time, you know, we are passionate about delegation, particularly for business owners. I mean, we, I feel like are, you know, singing the, from the songbook of every business owner needs an executive assistant, because there's almost no way that you can get more leverage in your business by then by handing off those activities that are in your drudgery zone, or your disinterest zone, you know, part of that freedom compass concept that we talk about so much in business accelerator, um, then handing them off to a really capable executive assistant or virtual assistant. And so uh, this partnership is critically important, but it's also one that can go sideways in a lot of different ways. And we want to help you learn to maximize that and especially through delegation, because I think that's the biggest reason that most people decide to hire a VA or an EA to begin with. So uh, Trisha, as we're getting started here, tell me what you think the biggest barriers are that keep business owners and leaders from taking time off because that can be one of the the things that seems most elusive for a business owner. You know, the the idea of an unplugged vacation can just seem like a pipe dream. Oh gosh, yes. And I've I've been there. I think we've all been there. The place, you know, the time and place where you think like there's there's nobody else who can critically make a decision. There are actual tasks in the business that rely on me so I can't step away. Um I think it has a lot to do with not setting up the right people and processes in place to allow you to step out of the business. And then I think some of it is a little bit of our ego getting in the way. I have to be here. The business can't go on without me. So it's, it's gaps in processes and decisions and ego. So you're saying we're going to have to work on this before the vacation comes if we want it to be successful. Absolutely. I mean, right, there's certain things you're going to want to put into place that will allow you to truly step out of the details and the decisions of your day to day and allow others to lead the business in your place so you could truly be on PTO. We used to call PTO, I don't know if you have this, we used to call it pretend time off because (laughs) you were actually pretending you were off, but as the executive, you were kind of working anyway. So we're trying to avoid the pretend time off part and actually have real time off. We want real time off. That's what we're taking a stand (laughs) for today. That's right. Well, let's, let's drill down this into a little bit more. So if those are the barriers, how do you get around the barriers as an executive so you can truly be unplugged? And I... I think, you know, one of the things that, that we teach our coaching clients and practice ourselves is that this unplugged time is necessary for mental and physical and spiritual and emotional rejuvenation so that when you show up at work, you're not burned out, you're not drained, you're bringing your best energy to your team. So how do we get around these barriers? Yeah, I think, first of all, you have got to have the right people in place, the right team members in place to allow you to step out of the business and take that actual time off. And that really will mean, it can mean a variety of things depending on what kind of business you're in. You're a small business and you're a solopreneur. It's very much could be somebody like your virtual assistant. Um, There's also things if you're in a medium or or a larger size business where there are decisions you're putting off to another officer in the business, another director or manager, you're putting things in place and people in places that can step up and act as you um, so that you can truly take that time off. And you don't have to worry about the businesses stopping because 
I have to send out the cash flow report every Wednesday. And so I have to take myself off PT on Wednesday to send out cash flow reports. No, you've delegated those things to other people inside your organization. So I think critically, it's who you have on deck and having the right people that you trust to do those things for you. I have a follow-up to that, Megan, before you get to the next question. And that is, how do you get past the ego barrier? Because I think a lot of business owners, a lot of business leaders derive a lot of significance from feeling like the business, they would never say this out loud, but the business is dependent upon them. They're the linchpin. You know, if they're not there, the whole thing falls apart. How do you personally get past that? And how do your executive assistants coach their bosses, their clients to get past that? Yeah, that's a hard one. I mean, it took me many, many years to realize um, that it it doesn't all hinge on me. And um, actually, it was one critical thing you said to me, Michael, years and years and years ago is, and I, I say this to this day, we are not emergency room doctors. People will not die on our watch and it can wait till I am back. Now, Amen. if you're an emergency room doctor, I'm sorry. You might have a hard time taking some PTO. But for us, <laughs> business leaders, like what critically, what are we missing here, right? What is so important? You can't actually just close your laptop and put your phone away for a few days and the business run without you. So I think you get to the place where that mindset starts becoming reality. Um, and then it became a challenge for me to say, you know, how can the business thrive without me? Actually, my ego is now, am I even a great leader? leader if I have to micromanage my leaders. And so my ego now tells me if I have to be in my business every day, I have not done my job to empower others to do their jobs. I think that's really good. You know, uh, Trisha, as you were talking, the other thing I thought of was that sometimes working on vacation can actually be an avoidance strategy. And I think we have to be honest about our with ourselves about that because maybe your kids are driving you crazy. Maybe you don't like your spouse that much. Maybe you don't like the the people you're traveling with as much. You know, whatever it is, you can avoid that by kind of playing the work card. And I think it's important to be honest with ourselves when we're using work to avoid things and kind of do business with that because it's not a good coping strategy. Avoidance is never a good strategy, period. Um, But it can really damage your relationships if you're not careful. So I think that's one of those things to just be self-aware of. Am I getting something out of this that is actually not healthy and what might I want to do about that? Oh, gosh. Absolutely. That is such a great point, Megan. I think that um, we've become so attached to our work or our devices or whatever that looks like that we have we have struggled as leaders and a society even about what does it look like to be still? What does it mm-hmm. look like to not work? Or we've overdefined what work means in our life, and it's become an all-consuming thing that we actually don't know who we are outside of work. And, mm-hmm. you know, you guys speak so much into that, but I think, you know, we, we really got into the place where we need to realize that, you know, life is way more than our what our job tells us we are for from 8 to 5 Monday through Friday. 
So important. You know, one of the things that we also work with our clients on is helping them get clear on the things that they need to hand off and then getting those things out of their head and on paper. And we use a tool for this called the Vision Caster that helps our business owner clients articulate what it is that they want to delegate to somebody else. And I think a lot of times that barrier of, you know, well, if I'm not there, it won't get done is really because the process lives in our head. You know, we haven't taken the time to memorialize it on paper. We haven't taken the time to then explain it to somebody Mm -hmm. and then to refine their performance and executing it. And so we just tell ourselves the story of, well, since that hasn't happened, and oftentimes we're not even aware of that, we just can't hand it off. And so I think that's another, another tool for getting around these barriers that we're talking about. You know, I just uh, got back last night as we're recording this from a four-day visit to a monastery that was in a very remote location, and there was no cell service. And it was heaven on earth. But that's not usually how it is. You know, I didn't have any choice about being unplugged. I was just unplugged by force of circumstances. And it was really great because it took the decision-making out of my hand. But most vacation places, I mean, there's hardly any place you can go on earth particularly if you're connected to Starlink, I'm not, but you can get cell service in literally any part of the, on the planet almost. But what do you do to intentionally protect your time off so that you're unplugged? I think there's probably a lot we can learn from your practice. Yeah. For me, it started with my email. Um, Email was always the thing that I would go on vacation, but I just couldn't help myself from just popping in there and viewing what was happening in my email. So I really had to come up with a really good strategy on how I was going to handle email. Um, So we have our foldering system and all that you know, that many of you probably have in place when you are an executive and using a virtual assistant. But for me, I had to take it next level. So I actually use a pause inbox function that the Google Suite offers um, and many other email tools offer them where literally your, your email inbox is on pause and so no email will come into the inbox. And so what my virtual assistant would do, and this is just one example, right? She will unpause it, filter, repause. Unpause it, filter, respond, folder, and then repause it again. So she's going in there and taking chunks of time to review the, the emails that are in there, handling everything that she can handle, and then pausing it again. So I actually can't see anything that's happening. I, so that's worked for me. Also removing all notifications for any email apps on my phone. And I've even gone to the drastic measure of deleting my Gmail app from my phone certain times too. So for me, really being unplugged is have a great system in place for your emails, how they're handled, providing templates for your virtual assistant. Consider if you need to the drastic measures of pausing and unpausing, removing email apps from your phone, and certainly taking off the notifications when it comes to email. That was the biggest thing for me. And then my virtual assistant is also running through other communication channels to really take care of things. She's representing me on Slack groups um, and and handling those communication efforts so that I can truly be out of the know, if you will. Um, And so I'm not incented or enticed to kind of step back in and peek. No peeking. Okay. I've got to ask a question because my my head's kind of exploding. I didn't know Gmail had a pause function. I mean, first of all, we use Gmail, but I don't use that as my client. So maybe I could be forgiven for not knowing about that. But that's making me reconsider. That sounds amazing. But here's a follow-up question. What in the heck do you do with text messages? Because you can't 
put an out-of-office message on a text message, at least on iPhone. You can't pause it, as far as I know, but do you have any hack for that? Um, my hack is probably going to be not um, received well by many. Uh, my hack for text messages is I don't use text for work. So what uh-huh. do you do? So don't some clients? Never. N- no. No. What? Okay, you got to say more about this. No, I do not use text for work. I rarely get text messages for work. I have an executive team text group where we will text like urgent executive team things, which are the things I should get texts on. Other than that, I do not share my cell phone or use my cell phone or texting for my work. So I use Slack. I have an office line phone number. We use Grasshopper. We have an office line where people can call and leave me voice messages that my assistant will read and get to. But I, I don't use my phone number for work. Okay, let me tell you, uh, let me tell you a hack that actually works. But I've gotten, I, I, I'm not using it right now, and I've gotten sloppy. But this works if you use it. So Google, you can sign up for a free Google voice number, and they can text your Google number. But here's the kicker: you can set it up so that those text messages come to your email inbox. And then your assistant can process them just like a normal email message. And you can even put an out-of-office message on it. But I got sloppy. I, I didn't like to check two email inboxes, so I just or two text message inboxes, so I just decided to start giving my number out to other people, and now it's a mess. I hate to say it. <laughs> True confession. Yeah, reset. Maybe it's time for reset. Yeah, Maybe, Maybe it's, it's time for a reset. I'm a text hoarder. I don't like people texting me. Yeah. Maybe it's time for an intervention. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Okay, Tricia, this is one of those areas that I think business owners, especially if they're coming out of the corporate world, are often unaware that a VA or an EA can be helpful with, and that is planning your travel. So talk to me about how you use your VA to plan your personal travel. Obviously, she's planning your professional travel, but let's talk about the personal side. Yeah, I mean, part of the reason I'm able to take great PTO is because my virtual assistant has helped me plan the PTO. She's done the right things to make sure my calendar's blocked, and depending on the trip, she's working with a travel agent. I think, you know, um, you might think, well, I'm going to work with a travel agent, so it's delegated, but it's really not. There's still a lot of decisions you're making inside that travel creating process, like what activities do you want to do while you're on this vacation or which hotel would you prefer? So I actually use my virtual assistant to collaborate with my travel agent, and she can make a lot of those decisions on my behalf because she actually knows all of my preferences. She knows that I like to sit in the window seat and not the aisle. She knows I want a king bed. You know, she knows I want the room with the balcony and the view. Um, So there are certain preferences that um, my virtual assistant can collaborate with my travel agent. And so she's really the one project managing, if you will, my virtual assistant's like project managing my vacation with my travel agent. And then there's some of those you know, quick weekend getaways that aren't that elaborate where she's doing all of the planning. She's hunting and and filtering hotel recommendations, transportation, car services, all of those things. And because again, she knows my preferences, she can easily book those things 
for me and then maybe send me a consolidated list of here are three great restaurants right near your hotel. Here's an Italian, here's a Mexican food, here are your options. What would you prefer? And she's able to take care of that for us. So I think um, without having my virtual assistant helping me with those things, I just don't know that the time would be as well spent or enjoyed without her going through all that for me. Or I'd be spending countless hours during the evening hours or my weekends planning my trip. So it makes for great time. I think a lot of people have a mental barrier. And I know I did when I was in the corporate world, uh, big corporate world. I thought there was this iron wall between personal and professional. And that if I ask my assistant to do something that was personal, I felt like I was imposing upon them. You know, like literally, you know, I got to the place where I thought, if I ask her to get me a cup of coffee, that's just, you know, it's condescending. It's, I don't know, part of the patriarchy. I don't know what I thought. But but anyway, I just, I just thought, I just can't do that, let alone have her run errands that were personal or do other things that were personal, like planning a vacation. How do you get past that mental barrier? And and in fact, probably some corporations have policies against this, which sounds archaic and stupid to me, but I'm just one man. I'm with you. I think it's extremely archaic. I mean, it's, it's, it's silly. I mean, we, we view it as, you know, your virtual assistant is supporting you as a whole person. And so they're supporting your work activities. Um, and some of your work activities should revolve around your personal activities not the other way around, which I think is, you know, where we are, where a lot of people are, is like their personal lives revolve around what their work life is. Um, It's really flipping the script and having it go the other way around. Um, And if you're focused on your personal life having priority, then of course you would leverage a virtual assistant to help you make sure that those priorities are taken care of. I mean, my job description for my virtual assistant very much includes supporting my whole entire self, my work life, my family life, my personal life, my um, date nights with my husband, activities with my kids, and then self-care. I mean, my self-care is super high on the priority list. Actually, you know, my virtual assistant right now, Cameron, is like, you know, I've learned so much to watch you take such great care of yourself. It's It motivates others and empowers others to take care of themselves. So she she does. I mean, she hair appointments, all the girl things, hair appointments, nail appointments, date nights, restaurant reservations, doctor appointments. You know, Trisha, I think this is really a performance strategy. And I think it's one that small business owners are uniquely equipped to leverage because there sometimes are constraints on the corporate side, but that's not really primarily who we're talking to on this podcast. It's not primarily who you guys serve. You know, we, we both serve the small business world. And what's great about that is you have more freedom. But the thing that is important to take away from what Trisha is saying is that this is a performance strategy. If you want to perform at your very best, if you want to make the best decisions for the future of your business, if you want to lead at the top of your game, if you want to heck be there for the long haul, you've got to be able to take care of yourself as a whole person. I mean, I just, I think about my own health and how I'm able to text my assistant Elizabeth and say, hey, can you make me an appointment for my annual mammogram or, you know, all that stuff that we just put off because my annual physical, you know, that blood work I need to have done. I mean, how many people put off doctor's appointments that ultimately would have been life-saving or at least 
life enhancing if they would have done because they just don't have time to do all the back and forth. It's just a lot. And so I think, for example, when you're attending to your marriage, your health, your other most important relationships, your own, uh, you know, just mental health and well-being, that is time well spent because it enables you to show up at work as your best self. And so I think these are not unrelated components. They really do work together in a self-reinforcing way. Yeah. And if you have the right virtual assistant, they enjoy those things. I mean, they enjoy truly taking care of their leader. I mean, I know my assistant enjoys knowing and she feels satisfaction from knowing that she is taking such great care of me. And sometimes taking great care of me is not meeting notes or scheduling meetings or prepping documents for podcasts, sometimes taking great care of me is making sure I've gone to the doctor or that I've, I've have a massage appointment because my back hurts. So, you know, you find the right people who are in it to really help you succeed in life. And it's easy. It becomes easy. Mm-hmm. You know, Megan, you were saying it's a performance strategy, and I totally agree with that, but it's really a service strategy too, because I know, mm-hmm. Tricia, you share our belief that leadership should be servant leadership, but in order to serve, it takes energy, it takes you know being in good shape, you can't be distracted by problems at home or problems with your health, and the more focused you can be on the people you're trying to serve, the better you'll serve them, and so a good executive assistant can serve you so that you're in better shape to serve the people you're called to serve, and I really believe that. And by the way, if this sounds good to you as you're listening to this and want to know more about hiring a virtual assistant, I just want to just take a moment before we continue the program to talk about Belay. And Trisha, I think you have a special gift that you want to talk about for our listeners. Yes. So we are giving away an ebook, Delegate to Elevate. It's going to give away some great healthy strategies on how to delegate, how to lead well, and how to take that much needed vacation y'all need. Um, You just need to text BA to 55123 and you'll download a free copy. Fantastic. And if you're looking for a virtual executive assistant, you can't do better than Balea. I'm not saying this because for any other reason than we, I have experience. I mean, Trisha, when I started this company, Full Focus, Trisha was my very first executive assistant, and now she's gone on to run the company. That's just how good she is. And uh, she's got an army of these people, and we refer our clients to these people constantly, and we continue to use Belay for for our needs. So this is the company that we use and recommend. So if you want to find out more, do as Trisha said. Go ahead and text that number, 55123, to download your free copy. And I love this title, Delegate to Elevate. I wish I'd thought of that. That's beautiful. Marissa, I cannot tell you how excited I am for your best year ever live coming up January 5th. Yes, I'm so excited too. I can't wait. Yes, this is the event that you would want to come attend if you're just like, man, I want to look at how well did I do in the past, but I also want to set myself up for success to have, like we call it in the title, your best year ever. This is the event you want to be at. We have thousands of people coming to this event yes. already. And you and I will be emceeing this event. Yes. So there's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of excitement to come join us to make it a great year for you. Yes. Now, in order for you to receive it, all you have to do is buy the full focus goal setting course and you get a ticket to your best year ever. 
Yes. And the best part is that that course is 25% off right now. So uh, you're going to get a discount and a ticket to the live event, which is normally $197. That's a killer deal. So it's a killer deal. It's a no-brainer in my opinion. Um, But definitely join us. It's going to be so much fun. January 5th, it's totally virtual. So no matter where you are in the world or... um, you know, whether you can get on a plane or not, don't worry about it. You don't have to. You can do this from the comfort of your own home and we'll be right there. Yeah. And just imagine having your goals already set for the entire year and a plan to execute them. Yeah. That's worth all the money that you can. And the best part, it's a free event for you yeah. if you buy the Full Focus Goal Setting Course. Yes. All right. Well, we would love to see you there. So make sure to go to fullfocusstore.com and take advantage of this deal. We'd love to see you at your best driver live. Okay, Trisha, as we're thinking about going on an unplugged vacation, you know, tis the season, how do you go on vacation? And then that you're, you're doing this today. You're, you know, it's the Monday that you're back from vacation. You've been at the beach. Maybe you still have like a a little sun kissed glow on your shoulders and you can remember the salt air. And then you come into the office and you immediately remember why you never take vacation because it's so overwhelming, it's almost not worth it. So how do we avoid that hit by a brick wall? It's, it just feels like it's not worth it because there's so much to do and so much of a tsunami when we get home. Yes. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. I'm sitting in that space right now. Um, I just got back from a vacation myself. Um, and I have to tell you, it's been a pleasure. Um, it has not been overwhelming. Some of the tactics we use are, first of all, um, Monday mornings are kind of blocked off time where I'm getting reintegrated and reading up on all things that have happened. My assistant is gathering kind of a summary of things that have happened while I'm gone. Um, she'll reach out to other executives in my organization, ask for summaries. So I will have a nice, simple summary of anything I might have missed while I was gone. And I know I could read that in one place and I don't have to go fishing or finding answers. Um, I meet with her Monday morning. We go through a review and she sends me a list of all the things she has accomplished. And she sends me a list of all the things that are still on deck so that I am clear. And then amongst that, the most important thing is when I show up on Monday morning, my inbox is empty. I mean, what? guys, does that just sound like the dream to you? Nirvana. Wait, what is that number that we text if, if we want to call <laughs> Trisha to get some help? Text 55123. So this is the promise, guys. I love that because I think this is so much about being proactive. And what I love about, in my own experience, with a great assistant is that you're not necessarily thinking to yourself, what are all the things I need to do so I can come back and not be overwhelmed? A great assistant is thinking about that for you, and they're doing all that stuff on your behalf in advance. So you can just go enjoy your vacation, and they're working while you're gone. I mean, honestly... My assistant, Elizabeth, just loves it when I go on vacation because she gets so much done because I'm not calling her, you know, I'm not sending her delegations and she can set it up so that I can come back and that's my experience. And I'm telling you what, once you do that one time, I mean, you're, you're just sold for life. When you're out, are there any exceptions that you give to your executive assistant? So you say, for example, I don't want you to contact me unless, are there exceptions to the rule? What, what do you do with emergencies? 
I want business owners and leaders to be able to go on vacation and not feel anxious about what's happening back home. And this to me may be maybe the answer. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So I think her her goal is always that she should never have to contact me on vacation. So like that is her her performance managing management right now is she's on vacation. My goal is to make sure nothing needs to get to her while she is gone. Nobody needs to contact her, even me. That's the goal. And so truly, there's kind of this very short list of things like, you know, if if something's on fire, if somebody, you know, super important has, you know, turned up and quit. I mean, there have to be some pretty high profile reasons that I would get message from my team. Um, but I truly have empowered them all to make these decisions. I mean, we had, you know, just when I was out last week, something come up and, you know, some of them were saying, well, we should wait till Trisha's back because we want her to weigh in on this. And my assistant chimed in and said, I think Trisha would go with whatever decision it is that you guys agree upon. So you should continue to agree and and move forward with that decision. Mm. And so they did. And I came back and she says, Hey, I encourage them to decide without you. I was like, great, because the truth is I was going to kind of lean into the majority decision anyway, so it worked Mm -hmm. out perfectly. You know, I had this experience uh, working for a guy, this was like 30 years ago, but he was the vice president of the marketing division in the company I worked for, and I was the marketing director, so I reported directly to him. And he went on a vacation to Hawaii, and he wrote the entire staff, and he said, in my absence, Michael's in charge. And any decision he makes, no matter what it is, I will support when I get back. And he would rotate that among the people that reported to him. And it was great training. Mm-hmm. And, and believe me, I felt an enormous sense of accountability and responsibility having someone delegate that to me. So I was very careful. But it also ensured that, that things kept moving forward. I mean, that's just another way to handle what you just talked about. But I like your way, too, where just let the team come together, reach consensus, and move forward. You know, I think that's that's one of the huge roadblocks is that we think we have that it's the decision. It's it's not that there's work we need to do, maybe, but it's like, is there a decision that needs to be made? I think that's what really gets people hung up on can they step away because they're worried about what decisions or no decisions being made on things and that keeps them tied to the work. But if you can delegate the decision making, I mean you have truly reached the pinnacle of taking great time off. And I think one of the bridges to that that we've done at Full Focus when we've taken sabbaticals is we've actually created that short list of here's the contact me when list. Mm -hmm. You know, if, uh, for example, if one of these five people who are mission critical to the business were to quit, call me. If a scandal popped up with, uh, you know, an allegation of a scandal popped up on social media, contact me if cash flow suddenly dipped below this number, you know, like you just, Mm -hmm. you just itemize. And I'm talking like three to five things. This is not like 20 things. This is like the catastrophic list. And then you leave it to your team. And then it's basically like, okay, if it doesn't fall on these lists, it's on you to make these decisions. What's cool about that is as the business owner, you know, if you haven't gotten a call, none of those things have happened. And so I think it kind of works both ways. You know, like I went on a sabbatical to the West, mostly in Montana, several years ago, and I got one phone call while I was gone. And it was because one of those, the four or five people on my short list did quit. They got this unbelievable offer for like three X of what we were paying them in California. There was no way we could possibly compete. It was amazing. So she left to take that job. 
And it was like, okay, where are we? You know, the, the person that called me was like, are we going to try to compete with this? And I said, no, there's, I mean, we could, we could go up a hundred percent in her salary and it still wouldn't, it wouldn't matter. No, let's, let's like bless her and cheer her on to this next thing. It took about 10 minutes of my time. We moved on. And that was the only phone call I got in a whole month. And to me, that helped me relax to know, okay, they called me once, took 10 minutes, and that's the last thing. Everything else must be fine. And it really helped me relax and just calm my own brain. Okay, as so we're thinking about coming upon the summer, a lot of people are going to be taking summer vacations. And let's say that the people, many of the people that are listening to this podcast episode have not done this before. They've, you know, this is for them a brand new idea, or at least a lot of it's brand new. What would be the baby steps that they should take sort of first, second, and third to give this a test and just try it? Oh, yes. Well, I think, you know, step number one is try it. Step number two is who is the person? Do you have a person? Who is the who that you're going to, if it's put in charge, be the one that's filtering information for you? Who Who is your who? Um, will be important. And then my third would be, whether you have somebody to help you or not, shut down email. (laughs) Shut down your email. App, somebody's delegating it, delete the app. Those would be my three short steps. I want to say about the email, the thing I I love about that, and I've, on my sabbaticals, I typically delete all the social media apps on my phone as well. Mm. And and that's like probably the most tempting thing for me because it's a little bit, a little bit of a dopamine hit. So it's really not about does the social media world need to hear from me? No, I need to hear from it. But if I delete the apps, I'll, I'll usually expect that there's going to be a few days of sort of reflexive checking, right? Where I just like, without thinking, like a dog trained to get a biscuit, you know, I'm going to check social media, but eventually that will wear off and I'll get used to it. And it happened to me when I was away this past weekend, like for 24 hours, you know, I would pick up my phone in, in sort of a moment when I wasn't doing anything and I'd go, oh yeah, I don't have cell service. And and so, but after a while, it kind of broke me and then I didn't even think about it. In fact, I didn't even take my phone with me. And the only reason I would take my phone with me would be just to capture some photos. But that's a, that's a good tip on the inbox thing. I love that. Well, folks, I hope that you are sufficiently inspired that it really is realistic to take an unplugged vacation, even if you're a business owner, even if it feels like you have way too much on your plate to step away from, it really is possible with some of the strategies that Trisha shared. And especially if you get the right person as your partner on the VA side or the EA side, that assistant who can help you clear the path to the kind of rejuvenation and restoration that you need to do your best work and ultimately to do what we talk about at Full Focus all the time, win at work and succeed at life. So I just want to remind you that this uh, book that Trisha has talked about today, Delegate to Elevate, is a great way to learn about some healthy delegation strategies to help you lead well and really make it the dream of an unplugged vacation of reality. All you need to do is just text B a to the number 55123 that's ba to 55123 to download your free copy and to learn more about belay and their virtual assistant services along with other services that they provide just visit belaysolutions.com to schedule a call with one of their solutions consultants dad any final thoughts yeah this is 
always fun to do. This is not the first time, nor probably the last time that Trisha will be on the show. Patricia, thank you so much. Thank you for modeling to me what a great executive assistant could be. It elevated my vision of what's possible with the virtual assistant. So thank you for that. And thank you for the service that you provide for so many of our clients. And thank you guys, Michael and Megan, for having me today. All right, Ken, do you know what's happening right now? No, I have no idea. <laughs> well, first of all, it's your favorite time of year, finally. It's, yes! We can act, okay, like I give approval for us to actually listen to Christmas music now that Thanksgiving's over. Jingle bells, jingle. Yes. Uh, it's our holiday sale here at Full Focus. Oh, And we have better. some really awesome deals going on, especially if for some reason you missed out on our Black Friday deals. This is a great time to get your planners and everything for the new year. And so we have got uh, some awesome deals. So we've got 10% off site-wide. Um, we've got where you can get a free um, Your Best Year Ever vinyl sticker pack. For any new planner subscri- subscription that you sign up for. So these are great to put on things like your Stanley mug. <laughs> wow, you already put them on yeah. your Stanley mug? And if are you got them, them if you got them on Black Friday, these are different. These are these are gonna be new for the new year. Uh, but they're great for that. You can also put them on your planner, you can put them on your computer, wherever you want them. They're great. great. They're great stickers. We're also doing 25% off courses. Let's go. So specifically, we've been talking a lot about our goal setting course. um, And this is going to be $75 off. And you get a free ticket to your best year ever live with your purchase. So you definitely don't. It's like a crazy, crazy, crazy deal. So you don't want to miss out on that. And your favorite thing, which is our certification program, we're doing $800 off of it. And this is a fantastic time of year to get in. Um, we are actually going to be doing a beta group for our new digital planner. Yes, it's going to be fantastic. crazy exciting. So anyways, go to fullfocusstore.com now. Shop our holiday sale. Make sure to use the code HOLIDAY10 to get all these deals and more.